Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Money Watch ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Welcome to the Money Watch Show. It's Thursday, August 24th. And through the miracle of Mark Talercio, best executive producer in the world and the best co-host in the world, We are delivering content to you, even though we're both on vacation and Mark is actually out of the country. But we decided it was important enough that you guys get fresh content. Plus, we have this very long line of people who want to join us. So we want to make sure that we can help them answer their financial questions. If you have a financial question, you can go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and complete the form. If you want to come on the show live, you check the little box. Now, Mark, how are you today, sir? I am well, because odds are very, very high that as this runs, I will be sitting in a proper British pub, enjoying a uh, a nice cask ale while Theo munches on some chips. Nice. Where are you staying? What part of London are you? will you guys be staying in for this vacation? Southwark, right by Borough Market. I love on the train, when, on the tube, when they go, Southwark. Like that Suffolk, it's so good. And you, all you really, actually, the way you chose your hotel is where you like to get your coffee. Is that what you've done? It's my favorite neighborhood in London. I like it. It's uh, kind of off the beaten path, not near the crazy touristy areas. And you can also get to the Thames very easily. So right there, you know, when that's like one of favorite, Jackie's favorite, like walking tours with people who don't really know London is to take them in that back area from Borough Market to the Thames and you go past the clink. The prison. That's so cool. Uh, anyway, thanks for uh, working on your holiday, Mark. All right, we're not working. Uh, I'm just hanging. I'm doing nothing during the last two weeks of the year. I'm recharging my batteries, and I hope everybody else is as well. And uh, it's uh, it's good. It's useful to do that. I'm excited today because we have folks who are joining us who are uh, partners in crime. They're also married, and I love when the couple 
I think that some of our best shows have been couples who come on the air. Don't you think, Mark? Two is always better than one. Always. And uh, someday we'll have our couples. No, I don't think our spouses would ever come on the air. Ever. Ever. I'm not sure they know what we do. <laughs> so many of our friends will say like, oh, they'll say something to Jackie about like, oh, I heard that. And she goes, well, how would you know that? You know, you know what's funny is one of Amanda's colleagues is a huge fan, like listens to every episode. She saw her the other day and she's like, just heard your husband. Oh, my God. That is hysterical. I love that. Anyway, today we are joined by Aaron and Keith. They're from the Pacific Northwest, and they are joining today. For what reason, you guys? Who's going to be the first speaker? Aaron, I'm going to call on you first because I know you're an educator. Aaron, what brings you to the program today? I'd like to know if I can go back to school and get my doctorate. Why would you do that? That sounds like, no, bye, good luck. Thank you. Thanks so much. Why on earth would you do that? Don't you? Okay. First of all, we already know a little background. So Aaron, first tell us about yourselves. Aaron, how old are you? I'm 43 and I'm a school principal. You know, I love being a principal, but I just want to, um, I love working too. And I think getting my doctorate will just open up doors for me and help me like extend my working life. And it wouldn't be like a PhD doctorate. It would be an EDD. So it's like not as intense. Um, and it's a common like credential, like um, it's an EDD and superintendent credential. It's a common credential in my field of education to just kind of like open up doors for lots of other opportunities and it would increase my earning potential as well. Oh, wait, that you just got me with increase my earning potential. I just perked up on that one. Hold on a second. Right now you're a school principal. How much do you earn? I earn 175. All right, let's go to Keith. Keith, Hi there. what's going on? How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you. What do you do for a living, sir? I am also a public school administrator. I am a uh, middle school assistant principal. Oh, my God. Tell us about something you've done in the last 12 months, like some kid who did something crazy just so we can laugh. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. On the spot. Yeah. Um, every I mean, honestly, every day something wacky happens. These are middle schoolers. These are not even close to fully developed brains, but with <laughs> egos that are tremendously large. <laughs> So you can just imagine all the possibilities. If you can invent it, I've seen it. Okay, fair enough. Um, now, Keith, how much do you earn as an assistant principal? Uh, current salary in my step um, is one fifty one, and next okay. year I will get a uh, about six thousand dollar raise. Okay, great. You guys are both putting money into a pension system, but uh, Keith, are you also allowed to put money in a deferred compensation or a 403B or a 457 plan? That's right. Yeah, I have a 403B through my school district. What happens with your salary? Like how much goes towards the pension and what are you putting into the 403B? Seven 7.5% goes to the pension mm -hmm. and 500 a month goes into the 403B. Aaron, how about yeah. you? We both have deferred compensation accounts. Mm -hmm. So uh, Keith has 169 and I have 204,000. And then we both, on in addition to that, will be entitled to a pension um, after we retire. Okay, great. So let's talk a little bit about the family and uh, you got some kids. How old are they? Yeah, we have two daughters. We have a seven and a half year old and a four and a half year old. So one is school age, one is in expensive preschool program. 
how much do you pay for the four and a half that extended stuff? Is that 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 has to be out of pocket right now for yeah. for how much longer? Yeah, uh, only until next August. So okay, so another super, year. We're super excited about that. It's about two grand a month for her. Um, in addition, our seven and a half year old, since we work long days, she has like extended care. So that's another, you know, almost eight hundred dollars a month. So yeah, these kids are expensive. Oh my God, they are. Forgetting about this next year, in a year, both of them will have to, will the 800 a month have to be also spent on the, at the time, five and a half year old? Yeah. Our um, childcare expenses will be about, you know, $1,500 next okay. year. Yeah. We'll save that's a little real. money on that next year. Okay. But that's real money. Yeah. Um, do you guys own a home? Yes. How much would you say it's worth? Uh, 1.3 million. Hello, school teachers. Welcome to the Pacific Northwest where the real estate market has exploded. Do you guys own a, have a mortgage on your property? We do. We, um, have 659,000 left. What's the interest rate on it? Three and a quarter. Great. Perfect. Okay. And any other money that you guys have saved? So we've got the money that you have, the pension money, you have 403Bs, 169 for Keith, 204 for Aaron. We've got the money that's going out for childcare. You've got the house. What about like a savings account, a brokerage account, any money for college, anything in that nature, of that nature? I have totals for you. Is that Yeah, why not? Do it. Okay. Um, We do have some Roth accounts. Um, Our Roth assets are 84,000. Um, total pre-tax that includes our deferred comp. Mm-hmm. The pre-tax retirement assets are four hundred and twenty-four thousand. Yep, combined. Yep. And then our girls have uh, they each have two five twenty-nine accounts. They have one that Keith and I contribute to, and then they have they each have one that their grandparents contribute to. So um, total is fifty-six thousand dollars for the two of them combined. Wow, who's got the rich parents? You or Keith? <laughs> <laughs> my my parents uh, worked very hard and uh, carved out niches for themselves in the in the emerging tech industries of the seventies. Oh yes, and uh, yeah, so they're they're doing well. There is a quite there's a reason why I asked that question, of course, which is it makes the decisions for you guys a little bit different. If we think that you know, even though you're young, you're in your forties. That Keith, how old are you? Forty four. You know, that, that, you know, we may be able to make different decisions about like the doctorate or whatever, understanding that there could be more money coming. That's all. And I'll get to that in a second. So 50, what about just plain old savings? Yeah, we need to work on that. We've been spending, (laughs) we, um, we've been doing some home improvements Mm. and also bought a hot tub. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. Our emergency fund is, is $15,000 right now. Okay. Well, it's unlikely you'd both lose your jobs immediately. Yeah, so. we have really stable employment. I, I just I want to say emergency fund, though, is more expansive than that because we do have brokerage accounts. Oh, right. yeah. We also how have a brokerage is, account. How much is in the brokerage? So we have currently thirty one grand in the brokerage account. Okay. How oh, and that... we have a two, 20000 in I-bonds, too. Oh, very <laughs> so not so bad. What other money can we find here, sweetheart? I know. I love it. Now, I'll ask some also annoying questions. How about life insurance? I'm so glad you brought this up because we each have $600,000 of life insurance. But, um, you know, we bought a new house a couple years ago. Our kids are really expensive. We're thinking we need to increase our life insurance, but we don't know to what amount. So if we were to get, I think you should probably go shop for another 400 grand each. 
Um, and their kid, are you going to have more kids? Do you think? No. One thing we want you to know is that our oldest daughter has special needs. And so, you know, she's the more expensive child, um, mm-hmm. cause we are very dedicated to her success. So that's just another thing to know about our family. Okay. That's good. To, that is good to know. So I think there's a couple of things. Does she have a special need that you think is one that would require you to carry insurance for your entire lives, like you would want something to be done for her, ultimate, you know, like uh, in a much more protracted way. Or do you think I, she has special needs? We're we're gonna it's gonna cost us more now for the next ten years. What's your guesstimate on that? I don't know. It's hard to know what a child's potential is when they're a second grader. I know. That's um, so weird. Keith and I haven't been going back and forth about this. Keith, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I I think you know that you know we'll obviously see how she grows and develops and. I don't think that to your question there, I don't think that we would need some type of policy, which is, how did you phrase that, Jill? It was for the whole life, for your whole right. life. That would be okay. Yeah, that, I, that's I'm, really I'm what I'm go going and, for. And, and bank on her having um, independence in her adulthood mm-hmm. uh, where, where that okay. would be necessary. Okay. It is worth it to get some more coverage. And, you know, 15 years is probably the right amount. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. What happens for you guys with the 529 plans? Are you funding them on an ongoing basis? And are your parents, Keith, funding them on an ongoing basis? Or is it sort of ad hoc? Well, when we have an extra bunch of money, how do you do it? it it's monthly for each. Both both us, our family, we have a you know an auto draft into that. And then my um, my mom does the same. It's just an auto payment. I think it's 200 bucks per kid for okay. each 529. Okay, great. For you guys. And for um, my in-laws. All right. So it's 800 a month. That's great. Okay, good. What else do I want to ask you? How about um, estate planning? We have a will and trust. Great. Great. Perfect. Aaron, let's get back to you and this doctorate idea. Explain to us, all of us listening, who are doubtful that a doctorate ever makes sense. Explain to us how much money it would cost and how you would do it. Would you have to stop working? No. Ooh. No, these are these are programs meant for like working, you know, executives and education. Basically, um, there's lots of different programs I'm looking into, and my bosses are really supportive. Mm-hmm. But that's really important part of this because um, I would need like their mentorship. Mm-hmm. It would cost anywhere between like t- ten and fifteen thousand dollars a year for either, depending on the program, the next three, four, or five years. It would be like remote with like one weekends a month where I would go to like in-person 
sessions. That's where you just like drink and get to know your fellow students. <laughs> um, there might be some of that, but I understand. Um, that's a no brainer. Of course you can do that. That's easy. That's easy. Why would you not so? do that? Yeah, I of really do. Like I really do. It's a lot to ask of Keith too. Whatever. Um, He's fine. He's an assistant principal. His life is a, like, and also his life is like, unbearable as far as I could tell. He's with around all these middle school kids who are acting up. So you, he's going to be with your little angels a little bit more. It's going to be better. Does your district fund any of this at all or no? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I did look into that. And um, I have some professional development funds where I could use, I think, up to two grand a year. Just this do it. Why are you even, don't worry. Do not worry about this. What do you think? Okay. How many years do you guys each have into the system? 18. Yeah, this is my 18th in Washington, 20 overall. But yeah, 18 years. Okay, then I think Uh, I have 17. Okay, so how does the pension work? How long do you have to have in the system? 30 years to be to get like the full amount. Okay, so if you were to just can I let's can I just uh, clarify that though for one second? Sorry to interrupt you. Um, Sure. I understood Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong. I understood that to be vested was 20. But to be eligible for full pension was 30 years. Yeah, that's usually right. Okay. So let's say what, what I mean, but you're going to keep your job while you're still getting this degree. So what's your game plan to work the 30 or work like 25? What do you think? Most likely I'll work 30. All right. So let's just think about this. What's the pension benefit at 30 years for each of you? Yeah. With, with 100% survivorship, mm-hmm. my pension at 62 would be, which is a past 30 years, is uh, 4,500. Okay. And then Keith's with 100% survivorship is 3,800. Right now, if you were to give us like the, um, the leadership job potential for you, Aaron, I mean, even if you didn't, even if you work, let's say you're done in you do this this program, you've got 20 or 22 years in, and a few years later, you get an awesome job, like your dream job. What is it? Is it similar pay if you go into leadership? Because you did say you had some upside potential if you were to get the doctorate. What would that be, do you think? Lots of things. Um, I, I do like the stability of working for a school district, though, mm-hmm. and that would be hard to give up. And I wouldn't, it'd be unlikely I would take a lesser paying job just because I want to <laughs> take care of our family. But yeah. Yeah, I would eventually consider like a district level leadership job, like an executive directorship or, you know, there's educational consultants. I also wouldn't mind like teaching college classes or eventually when I'm like in my 60s, like leading a principal preparation program at a university. So those are just like a few things on my mind. Okay. I think this is all incredibly doable. Um, Keith, if you were to just give me a guesstimate on your parents, like, I don't know how many siblings you have, but like your parents are probably still healthy and life is good. But do you think that you are likely to inherit some money in the future? Yeah. What do you think that their net worth is? Like, be very conservative. What's your guess? I I don't know. I'm just going to say $7 million. All right. So what are we worrying about here? We have nothing to worry about. You guys are hard workers. You make a lot of money. You're saving a lot of money. You're, you're spending money on childcare. Those costs will go down a little bit. You're doing incredibly well. Your money that is going into the brokerage account, how does that usually come up? Like, where does that come from? Do you guys just throw extra money in there? Like, how do you manage that? We, yeah, we have, a, we have a financial advisor we work with. 
regularly, you know, meaning we have, you know, what semi-annual meetings with him, but nonetheless, mm -hmm. we have an auto draft from our, you know, each month that just goes to our brokerage account and he manages it with the goals that we've laid out for him. How much, how do you pay this um, advisor? I, I think he's a 1% percent Yeah, he's a 1% commission okay. guy. That's fine. As far as I could tell right this second, because you've plowed through some of your savings, I would kind of shut that off, that $500 a month right now and replenish your savings. Just say to him, we need to replenish our savings. We'll get back to you, you know, when we have, I, what, what's your usual amount that you like in your emergency reserve? Oh, I mean, don't you, don't you like like 30 to 40,000 in there? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I kind of look at it as like six months of mortgage payments. All right. So get your 30 back in there. I mean, you do have the I-bonds, which are 20. You might as well just halt the clock on the brokerage, the 500 a month, and just put the money into the savings and get that beefed up again. Mark, what else do you want them to do? I think they're good, even even without any possible future inheritance. I mean, these guys are in good shape. They already have basically a million dollars saved. They're going to have a huge $100,000 a year in pension. The college is taken care of. I, I, you know, I don't really see nothing's jumping out at me. Me neither. I think you're in good shape. The only thing we want you to do is get a little more life insurance. And then for the doctorate, when do you think you'd start? Um, I'd like to start next summer or fall. So, I mean, I guess the question is what we're going to use to pay for that. You may want to tap your advisor on the shoulder and say the following. You know what? We love you. You've been great to us. But it looks like we're really going to need to use this money for Aaron's doctorate. And we're going to try to save some more. So we're going to turn off our automatic withdrawal into the brokerage account. But advisor, by the end of this year, we want you to take a look at this account and start freeing up some money because we're going to have to pay for the actual program. That would give the broker an opportunity, the advisor, the opportunity to maybe look at the account with a little bit of time and say, well, you've got gains here. You've got losses here. Let's sell a little bit of everything and then we'll send you the money and boom, we're done. But they should be thinking about that now a year in advance. It's a good time because we have two calendar years to be thinking about harvesting tax losses if there are losses and working against the gains in the account. I think otherwise, you're in very good shape. You really are. Mark has said it perfectly. We, you've won us over to the doctorate. Is there anything that we've left out that you guys want to talk about? Yeah. Um, I do worry about using the brokerage funds for Why? tuition because I just feel like we're not very liquid at that point. Well, what are you going to do? Where are you going to get the money? I don't know. Um, I think we spend too much on a monthly basis. Yeah. How much do you spend? A lot. Like look we've at been, her. We've been she says out of our very, savings monthly. You make three hundred twenty-five grand a year. You have a big mortgage. You have two kids, one special needs. You know, so like, I don't know where you think you're pulling back on. Something we forgot to say is that when I want to start my doctorate is when we will stop paying preschool and when my car will be paid off. And you'll just keep the car and you'll own it. Well, I mean, you'll have free cash flow, but I mean, you still need to pay the bill for the school. You don't pay that monthly. You're going to have to raise some money. Get over the brokerage thing. Don't worry. It's temporary. I mean, just just realize that, you know, when this is over in, what'd you say, like three years or so, your salary, your salary is very likely going to increase in the future. You're going to be able to replenish a brokerage account. That's why it's there for you to have access to it. Exactly. That's why you've done it. Like, you're not going to not spend that money. It doesn't matter. You've got a ton of money that you're saving. You're going to have $8,300 a month in 
pension income. You're going to have social security as well. And you're going to have a lot of money that's saved and you will inherit some money. There is not a problem here. Please give yourself permission to spend that brokerage account money because you want to get a doctorate. And that, so you should, you should do that. Dr. Aaron on the line. All right. Thank you guys so much. And if you guys are all thinking about going back to school, first of all, you should go check out my book, The Great Money Reset. I have a whole chapter on education. This was actually a good education question. If you have a different aspect of your financial life that needs some attention, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button and complete the form. If you want to come on the air live with us, do what Aaron and Keith did. We love the couples. It's so great. Mark Tolaris here is the co-host and the executive producer and the web king of Jill on Money Universe. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Try to lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next week. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.